0: hello
1: hi hi how are you
0: i'm good can you hear me pretty good yeah i can hear you can you hear
1: me you sound like the voice of an angel
0: that's how i feel about you my goodness I feel like
1: every episode we're releasing right now, we're like, it's been too long. (laughs) I know. So yeah, Haley and I should probably update you guys on just our lives and what's been going on and then um, how we plan to just get back in the saddle with this. Um, So we are starting to batch episodes again, which was how we started off the podcast, which means episodes will be consistently coming out because... I think we both love this. I certainly love the podcast.
0: I also love the podcast and I'm, it's like one of those things that it's been hard to make time for. But when we do, I'm like, why aren't we doing this more?
1: I know. I know. And I feel like when we do, do, I hate saying do, do, I guess when we do it consistently, I am really like proud of us. Like, wow, this is a really cool thing. So yeah, I'm glad we're going to commit to recording again.
0: I agree. Okay. I feel like you have to go first with life update because you have really big news.
1: I have very big news. Um, I (laughs) am very surprisingly with child. I'm (laughs) pregnant and in a happy, surprising way. Um, it took me a couple weeks to really like, really be at one with, with that, because if you guys don't know, I have a 14 year old, almost 15 year old daughter and a 10 year old son. So I don't appear young because I'm, or I don't appear old. I should say, I don't appear old because I'm not old but i feel like an old mom because i had my kids so young does that make sense totally makes saying? sense um so yeah it's one of those things where it's one of those things where it's like i had to like talk myself <laughs> into being like no you're a normal age to have a child and like a lot of your friends are just now having child they're you know people my age and like, this isn't that weird, even though it feels weird to you. And then once <laughs> I was like, uh, this is going to be okay. And also the only reason it wouldn't be okay is if I decided in my mind, this isn't okay.
0: Totally.
1: So, that was what was going on in my brain for like three months. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have to tell you
0: though, when Hannah told me that she was with child, I freaked out I freaked out um it was one of my favorite moments ever honestly so I it was a day where I just had a lot of like really heavy stuff happening and I had no idea how much I needed the joy of my friend's unexpected pregnancy until that news came and so we're I we've talked about our our best friend group chat um, with <laughs> Shayna and Kristen. And we're in the group chat. Everybody's sending audios. It was everything that I needed. And Hannah just all of a sudden, so casually, out of the blue, drops this bomb of, hey, guys, I know I've been a little quiet lately, but I would just like to tell you that I'm pregnant.
1: It was very, see, to me in, in my world, it was like all that was happening. So it's so funny that I, I didn't even realize, like, I'm just interjecting this, like, ridiculous update into, like, my friends and family's life. What? That is, like, totally unexpected. <laughs> but to me, I was like, okay, I finally, I'm finally okay with this. Like, so unexpected and so out of the blue. And- it was very. And yeah. so
0: <laughs> I start laugh crying. I'm driving. I was I was making a long drive and I'm laugh crying, sitting in traffic. And everything that I was stressed and worried about, I was like, the, what are you worried about? Like, life is beautiful. Like, Hannah's bringing a person into the world. And every single thing that you are just are worried about means nothing in the grand scheme of life. And it was, it was so needed. She had no idea how much I just needed her call. And so the fact that that is what she did for me, having no idea as my friend was so amazing. But then it was one of those things like it just, once it settled in, I was laugh crying for like 20 minutes because I, I was so shocked and I just kept going, you're having a baby.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: Over and over and over, and I screamed a lot, and I don't know. So it was so exciting for me.
1: Oh my gosh, my like face hurts. I'm smiling so big right now with this story because, like, (laughs) I kind of forgot about it for a minute, and then when you retold that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, uh, it's so. I mean, everything about it is so true, and even the journey that i went through in my own brain what do you mean guys i know like talking about this you're like okay so what Hannah you're pregnant you have two other kids it's like no i've openly said even on this podcast <laughs> like, i would rather do most painful things than have another kid and i didn't like the meaning of that is just so like whatever but what i meant was like i'm done i'm not have like there's no plan in the world that could have like just surprised me even more. And so like the fact that I went through this journey of like acceptance, I haven't had a kid in a decade, like, (sighs) like (laughs) do hospitals even work the same now? I don't know. Like it was just like literally an entire month of me, like deep breathing and being like, Oh my God, like it's going to be okay. And then I have a baby yeah and then to be like okay uh shift your focus now we have to like talk to friends and family in the world about this because like you know this is not that everyone like cares about every little other thing in another person's life but it's like you know I, I definitely like sharing and being open um especially with friends and family obviously and then in our jobs and stuff so yeah when I told our our group chat is called hot pool moms when I told, told our hot pool moms group chat that it was like the three best reactions I wasn't expecting and Haley's was so like the warmest best feeling in the whole world because I was like Haley's right like it, it, what is this like this is nothing but joy and the fact that like Haley was kind of just like grumpy in her mind or whatever having like a moment and that, like, turned her, like, focus around and was like, oh, my God, a baby. Like, oh, my God, what, Hina? Like, this is so exciting. I was like, this is exciting. Like, yeah, this is fun. But it just it's like anything else that catches you by surprise or um, that teaches us in life that, like. You better stay on your toes and like get ready to pivot because like, I mean, obviously, Haley, I know how babies are born, so it's like, I mean, <laughs> you know, guys, it's not, it's not me.
0: Can I just say though? Also, my favorite part of there's like I have a couple favorite parts here of this story also, and I, one of the things I was like Hannah, like how how did this happen? That was a question that I asked, and. And obviously, I know how it happens, but in my mind, I'm like, "You're a
1: you're a real grown up now. Like you know how to not get knocked up."
0: <laughs> and
1: I don't apparently.
0: And I, sorry, go Hannah. Like, how did this happen? And all she said, and I've not. Well, I'll say it, and then it's fine. All she said was, "We watched Bridgerton."
1: Literally, I was like, "This is Baby Bridgerton." <laughs> Uh, because I I don't want to get too personal, but like, it's my husband and I were, you know, we're married. Like we've been married for 12 years. It's like, you know, we've, you go through, you know, like times in life where you're just busy and things, you know, maybe you're not like as close as you once were or whatever. So like, yeah, I mean, Bridgerton was like really the only, when we watched that show, that was like the only time we had together. So I was like, I mean, It's baby Bridgerton, you know? It, and it's it's like, I'm not even being funny. Like, that's the truth. But I was also like, then when know. you think about it, Bridgerton has like a lot of love and like sex in it. And I was like, oh, like it could have been literally Star Wars. Like, it was just the fact that we were like watching a show together. But then I was like, oh, Bridgerton is kind of sexy. So like, wow. Oh,
0: that <sighs> that made my whole, like that was your explanation. And you you literally said we watched Bridgerton and like shrugged your shoulders and that was it. And it was so funny to me. (laughs) And then. Very relatable though, yeah. Very relatable. Um, And then it was also hilarious when you were talking about just your different experiences being pregnant. Like, right, you went to your doctor and you're like, yeah, like I've been the teen mom. And then your doctor told you that you were having a geriatric pregnancy. So just hilarious.
1: I've been on both ends of the rainbow. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And Haley knows too. It's like it's a totally different experience going into a doctor's appointment pregnant when you are, let's say under the age of like 22 or 23, Yeah. you know, because you're just, you're a kid still, you Mm -hmm. know, arguably, not arguably scientifically proven your brain isn't even fully formed. So like you're, everything's still kind of coming together in your world. Honestly, I feel like you shouldn't even know what sex is when you're 22. (laughs) It should be illegal. It really, I mean, it's terrifying. (laughs) I agree. It's terrifying because, like, when you're 22, you think you just know, like, so many things. And you know nothing. And looking back, you're like, that's embarrassing. Literally. Literally. Oh. But, yeah. So, being, like, a teen mom and, or, you know, a, a teen pregnancy and then a doctor's office. Like, my doctor's offices are, are nice, but, like, just dealing with that and then going in at 34, turning 35 while I'm pregnant. And then being like, oh, yeah, now you're, like, an ancient, primitive, dead mom. And I'm like, guys, I can't win. Like I'm able to be with child. Like what? And my doctor's office is really nice about it, but they do do extra tests after 34 Uh that they normally wouldn't, you know? So it's like, I'm like, I get it. Life. You're funny. I, I think it's
0: though, like, it's such a beautiful representation of life. Right. Because it is. And honestly, I know we talk a lot about business, but it's this, it applies to business as well. Like you think you have it all planned out and you think you know what's coming and then a curveball happens. And it's like how there's so many ways, Hannah, that you could have looked at this situation, right? Like it could have been the worst thing that happened to you. And obviously it was a shock, but it's like, you are rolling with the punches and you're, you're going to have this beautiful little baby. And you're also (laughs) going to have so much help. And I know we, like, joked about it now. Like, you're not poor anymore.
1: So, you... you know. Yeah, Haley was... Honestly, that I only I only really love my friends that completely put themselves in my shoes and thought about that. I had another close friend that was like, well, at least you're not, like, starving and, like, homeless, pretty much. You know? And Haley was like, oh, my gosh, are you so excited? You're not going to be poor this pregnancy. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> so, it's so true, though. It's like... I really do love the phrase, like, celebrate tiny wins because it has, like, being pregnant has taught me, like, nothing's ever finished or Mm -hmm. completely undone. Like, nothing's ever too far to, like, reevaluate or re, you know, like, redo. I mean, sometimes, but, like, in business and most things in life. And also, nothing's ever completely good forever you know it's like you really have to stay in the moment with things and be like if you had a really really good day at work or if you did you know if you raised your price list and you're getting you got your first new client or whatever like celebrate that because it's like yeah you're gonna have a crappy day too Mm. at some point but like if you don't really like have fun and just stay in the moment it's like that crappy day just seems to outweigh things. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Well, and it,
0: again, it's like your perspective and how you, you look at things and how you choose to
1: let it affect you. Right. And so I don't know. Yeah. It was my ultimate lesson. And just when you also think like, wow, I have a great attitude. I know things it's like, Uh no you don't because you're going to, yeah. It's like, you're going to be presented with something that's like, super challenging and hard or like you know we have such little control in life mm-hmm. over I mean clearly for my example I have little control over myself <laughs> but it's like even if we do have control over ourself we don't have control over anything else so like why be so rigid you know I yeah I couldn't agree more I, I couldn't it wasn't it was a it was literally the coolest thing, because in my mind, after a couple of days, so just like sitting with it and being like, okay, those two-year plans I made, those five-year plans I made, like it wasn't just like, okay, I'm having another baby. Like, I, you know, I can deal with that. But it was like, oh, now like the rest of your life looks different forever. 100%. So it's like ha- having to sit with that and being like, whatever time I've thought I've sat around a thought about like the future, or whatever it's like, that is all completely erased mm-hmm. and, and re getting reorganized and being like, literally from this moment on, I can either choose to resist what my new future will be or the fact that I have a new future, or I can be like, you know what, this new future is going to be fun. I'm going to be happy about this. And it was literally Haley. I was like, I choose happy. And then it was over. It was like nothing else uh, – no other thought I had after that was like anything but like, wow, I'm so excited. It was literally – I just told myself like, oh, I'm happy now about this. Like I, I'm i – because I never really realized until that moment that like happiness is truly just being like – of course things like hurt and we go through painful losses or we get – Car accidents or whatever, like terrible things beyond our control happen. But like the way that you choose to process or look at things is always up to you.
0: I, yes. I, yeah, I have goosebumps. I'm speechless because I couldn't. And I think that's something that I have really been thinking about and finding myself in a lot of moments or conversations surrounding that um right it's like you none of us have control over the hand that we're dealt right like what our life looks like what where we're born who our parents are what our economic situation is as a child like we have zero control over those any of those things and it's like okay, but what, where, what do you do with that? How, how do you make the best of it? Is it fair for anyone? No, like life has never promised to be fair or equal. It just doesn't work like that. It unfortunately, or fortunately, however you decide to look at it, but it's like, what are you going to do with those cards that you're dealt? How are you going to make the best of it? And I think that's something that I just find myself revisiting over and over and, I love that that's the focus that you're, you're taking and you're learning. And cause it's like, this is so much more than, I mean, about your family, like, of course it's about your family. It's about this new baby, but you're growing through this as well. Like you're becoming a different and a better person through this shocking, life-changing moment.
1: Yeah. I, I like literally almost want to cry now thinking at any point I like resisted this idea or this because it's like of course this makes sense of of like okay but it's like of course this makes sense like this is how I got pregnant with my daughter like this is it's like I do really well with these curveballs like it it's it's almost like and the alarm clock goes off in my life, where it's like, "Hey, boo, boo, it's time to level up." Like you've rested for a little bit now, and now it's like, it's it's time to, it's time to level up. Like I've never had anything unexpected happen to me that I didn't look back and be like, "I see where life was going with this." A you know, freaking men. So like now anytime anything happens where I'm like what the hell like why why would like I don't this make sense or like why is this happening to me it's like if I wait long enough I know for sure I'll be like oh now I get it. <laughs> yeah. but like you have to have those like those roadblocks pop up and then you have to lean into them instead of like backing up it's like no just that's, that's what it is. Like you have to keep going. And then once you keep going, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Well,
0: and I think it, it goes back to, and this is, I think what you're saying. It's being conscious of where you're at. Right. And it's like, cause how often is it so easy to just start rolling through the motions of life and not being intentional oh, yeah. with not just what we, we do and what we say, but what we think. And so it's really pausing, taking the time to pause. I thought that's something that is so hard for me. And I know it's hard for you too. It's hard for most of us, but pausing and reflecting, okay, like, where's the growth opportunity? What am I going to do with this? And you've been so intentional through this. And, and so that's where, you know, this pause has been beautiful. Like, you know, it's just kind of taking that whole step back and really reflecting. And it's really cool. I've had goosebumps this whole time
1: and tears in my eyes as you've been talking. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I think it, and I'm like, I even think about like, okay, this baby that's not here yet or whatever. It's like already touched and changed. Yeah. Like, you and you know other people in a way that's like kind of snapped other people and and just like oh wow that was unexpected Mm -hmm. kind of way to where we can all kind of reevaluate like oh okay and it's like when I sit back and think about I'm like whoever promised me that the plans I had in my head for three years from now were not going to be broken it's like what who gave us the permission to be so stiff and rigid with our planning. Cause like, that's silly. Yeah. Like we all know how unpredictable life is time and time again, we, it gets proven. So it's like, it was just another nice reminder to be like, yeah, you can plan stuff as much as you want. And it's very important to plan and set goals, but it's also like, no one's promised you that's how it's gonna well, end up. No, there's no promise. You just have to work in that direction. And it's enhanced.
0: I, I wholeheartedly think that you're going to come out of this or going through this, you're going to be like, and this is where I'm supposed to be. Like never once are you going to be like, wow, I am so sad that I had this, (laughs)
1: this baby, right? Like, no, no, I already, I already feel more in my own skin, just accepting this because I'm like. I did, I was at just a, uh, you know, we all come to like little seasons or turning points where we're like, what am I doing? Who am I? I've leveled up in my business or my life in this way or this way, but like now it's time to kind of keep moving up, but I like, don't know what to do. And now, now I feel like there are so many other like things that make sense. Like this allowed me to release like the white knuckle stranglehold I had on my business and these like plans that I thought I was going to do. And these ideas that like, I was like, this is the next move or this is the next move. This helped me kind of release that so that my business could actually breathe and I'm showing up so much happier and so much more creatively mm. or creative in the salon and like just better and looser. And I, I don't know. It's it's just, it's interesting how we don't even realize how balled up and tight we are in certain ways, whether it's in our business or in our personal life or just not being able to be vulnerable, vulnerable right. in whatever way. And then when something shakes you, it's almost like you can't focus on on guarding yourself or like making everything perfect anymore. And you kind of have to release right. your control. And then you're like, oh, actually I just feel better now that I right. can be myself. Right. You know? Yeah. So I definitely think it's even. I mean, I mean, it's crazy to say like getting pregnant has helped my business, but it has helped my energy and my attitude, and whatever is next for me it has helped that, which helps every aspect of my life.
0: So amazing! I'm so happy for you.
1: Thanks. Thank you.
0: Just like the most um, beautiful
1: thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really, I really feel, um, I feel bright and open in a way that, like, I would have never been. Like, yeah, this is great, but now it is. I love that. It is. Yeah. What's new with you? I well,
0: <clears throat> I feel like similar to you. I've been on this insane journey of self-discovery in a way that I never have been before. And I know I've talked with you and everyone listening about working with the business coach and starting my own coaching. And I love it. Um, I didn't, I was nervous, right? Like I'm It's stepping into something new and different and I really I I don't know I didn't know if it was going to be something that I loved and that had me kind of stressed out instead of
1: it had you kind of stressed out because you wanted to do it but you didn't know if it was like going to actually fulfill you and make you happy like you're like this is the next step it was something
0: that it just felt like the next natural progression but one it was like that imposter syndrome kicking in like who do I think I am that I I can help anyone true you know what I mean like
1: it it was just I I do because I know that feeling but also like looking at you from the outside I'm like oh, you're Haley Evans. So like you can help a lot of people, but like, I I know that you're just like, it's hard it's to feel that. It's so feel.
0: hard. And it's so hard to, okay. So like extensions and hair has been my life for 14 years and it's, I, it's something that I've grown to love and it brings me a lot of joy to do. Um, and I would say that I've, I, I would be like an expert. I would, I can think. I can safely say that I'm an expert in what I do. Obviously, always growing, learning, but yeah. like I'm. This is 100%, what you I'm good at what I do. In, yes. and so I'm confident in it, and I think that's the point. Like I'm very confident on in every aspect of it, and so when I'm stepping into something where it's it's new for me and like putting yourself out there as okay, hey, let me now help you, right? That feels terrifying. And it feels weird then, you know, stepping into a coaching space of, okay, I'm not an expert at coaching. I, I don't know necessarily, I don't have all of the tools yet or, or I don't know, like just all of those doubts and like that happens. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm taking, I feel like I'm taking a step backwards and I'm getting super well, because, uncomfortable. Because,
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Cause you're an expert in here and what you do, but, but relaying the message and teaching and effectively like, moving yes. someone. Yeah. Moving someone to then change in their own life is a completely totally different, different
0: thing. thing. And so that's where that like self-doubt I mean, was like hard creeping in. And it was one of those, like, I felt nauseous um, a lot for, for like months and months. <laughs> and yeah, me well. too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally different. We, we were nauseous we together. Did we didn't even know. Idea. I wish we would have wow. talked about our, our nausea a
1: little bit more openly. <laughs> I know it's it's like when they say like close friends or twins, like have the same feelings, yeah. you know, from across we the world. We know. didn't even know. No, so
0: I don't know. So that was, it was weird, like trying to get past that. Cause it's like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, that just that kept showing up. It kept feeling that way. And my business coach is like, Haley, like, come on, you've got it. Like you're super qualified. Like you, he's like gassing me up the whole time. I'm like, whatever. Like I'm paying you to tell me that,
1: you know, but <laughs>
0: he, I know you're not know.
1: though. You, you know what I mean? Like he, I'm sure he, I don't know this man, but I'm sure he wouldn't encourage you to guide or help other people. If he didn't think that was truly inside of you and a gift and like something that you can give. Back yes, to the absolutely. world. absolutely. Know?
0: And you're right. You're very, very right. And so it, it really just, kind of started spiraling then on I I've had this like I feel like I same as you I've had my business under in a really great space for a while now and I'm confident in that but then it's like I'm stepping into this unknown space and a lot of stuff started coming up for me and it it was wild like the deep-rooted issues that I felt were starting to come out and it it's not like I, I say deep rooted, but deep rooted in the, in the sense of like my limiting beliefs and that imposter syndrome were were hitting me. I want to say almost harder than I've ever been hit with something before in my life. And then it was like, well, here I am, you know, I'm going to be helping these women change their businesses. And if, I'm still dealing with some of these deep limiting beliefs that they're going to be experiencing as well. Like I got to get my shit together. Like I can't just be like, Oh, Hey, like deal with your money issues when I have deep, I don't say, I don't actually have a lot of deep money issues, but when I have a lot of like deep core limiting beliefs that are holding me back from where I want to go. And it it's just been this interesting journey of like self-discovery Things that have popped up for me that I had no idea were holding me back. And one of the things that I realized, and this is so weird to talk about. So I had um, six ribs out of place a few months ago. And so it's. Yeah, I know, it was what? terrible. And, um, From doing what? So it started, I was like squatting at the gym and. I hadn't done this particular squat in a long time, but I was stupid and was doing it like a weight that like I had been doing it for a long time. So I just go in, I'm squatting and I felt like a tweak, but nothing like it wasn't painful. So I was like, Hmm, like, okay. So I stopped doing it, but I continued on with the workout and I was fine. Well, then I got home and I got out of the shower and I reached for my bath towel and there they went. Like I instantly felt it. And if you've never had a rib out of place, it feels like something is stabbing your lungs. And so, one of my former clients is a an amazing physical therapist. I think I don't know what her actual title is. She's freaking amazing. Um, but I reached out to her. I'd had it happen one other time about a year ago, and I reached out to her and I was like, "Can you please help me? I think that weird thing with my ribs happened again. I'm miserable." So she gets me in. A couple of days later, I realize that I have a. She was like, "Yeah, you actually have six out of place." So she starts giving me. Yeah, really it was awful. Annoying. So she starts giving me all of this homework, and she really starts talking about how your like what your mind body connection is, and how powerful it is in in our what we do, and where the direction projection of where we're going, and just how. The things that you think in your mind can actually start showing up physically for you. And so I was like, whatever. But then she started having me do these exercises that were wild. Like, so when I'm, for example, when I'm stressed or when I need to feel strong or if I need to have a hard conversation or anything that I perceive as hard, I clench my jaw. So I carry a lot. I
1: I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, Haley, that's why one of the reasons I had to get braces because m- my mouth had tightened up so much because I carry my stress yes, in it's my jaw. Insane.
0: That's so crazy. she starts teaching me these different like massaging techniques to release that tension. And so I started doing it. It's like one of the most painful things that I've ever done, but and then she's teaching me all about belly breathing and um all of these different things. There's this whole thing. It's called RPR and I don't know what it stands for It's basically a total body reset. There's all these different, almost like trigger points in your body that you carry tension and stress in. Um, but it's also, I, from what I understand, and I could be explaining this a little bit wrong, maybe we should have her come on here sometime and chat. Cause I think she, especially for our industry, I think she could give us some really, really great tips, but, um, it's like neurological as well. And so the goal was to, when I start feeling stress, instead of relying on my jaw to start doing other things to relieve that stress. So it's like belly breathing and my thoughts and interrupting my tension in my jaw with something physical to kind of counter it. So it's creating new habits to basically kind of like manipulate my mind in how I deal with things mentally. So to like redirect your stress in a way way, so that that I'm actually releasing it. Cause I'm not releasing it. I'm holding it all in my body. And I'm like a, I'm a high, I'm not like a high stress person. I don't deal with stress. I just like absorb it and like try to problem solve through it, but I never release it. So that's One of the things that, you know, she's trying to teach me, but the problem with all of that is that's how you, a lot of, that's how you can re injure yourself a lot of times. So the thing in my back, she's like, that has probably been compounding or my ribs out of place. Um, She's like, that has probably been compounding over the last few months, right? Like six ribs don't just like get themselves crooked by just reaching for your bath towel. And so she's like, you've probably had all of these stressful things over the last few months. And I have been, I've been super stressed about launching coaching and then being in coaching. And then I just, I've had all kinds of other just heavy things. I feel like they just keep getting dumped on me and dumped on me. And, um, so now I've just been really conscious of how I'm handling it, where I'm going. So every time I'm getting through some sort of block, something else, it, I find something else happening. And so I feel like I've been an intense therapy between my business coach and dev because it, it has just, I I don't know, like changed honestly everything. Like, I feel like I'm a totally different person than I was in January. And I know it's only April and that sounds like a crazy claim to make, but I have,
1: I mean, it, doesn't yeah. to me because I feel I've
0: same. just been really trying to be very intentional with everything that I do not just how I'm showing up but in my thoughts in my interactions in in everything and something that you kind of said it earlier but something that has really hit home with me um, I had a weekend away with my business coach and two of the other women that he's working with one-on-one in Austin Texas and It was a, again, like a life-changing experience. And one of the girls, she had this really emotional, um, I wouldn't even call it a breakthrough, but I feel like it's leading up to a breakthrough that she's going to have. And it was really wild watching her go through it because it's the same thing that we all struggle with, that self-doubt and watching her how deep her self-doubt goes to goes and watching her, like trying to work through it and trying to come out ahead of it. And on the other side was really emotional. And they asked like what our takeaway was from seeing her deal with this experience. And it, and I told her, I was like, I wish you could see yourself through my eyes because you, the doubts that you have would never even cross your mind if you saw yourself the way I see you. And it really, Hannah, like it really resonated so, so hard with me as well. And I'm like, okay, here we are. And and like you've said, we all have these things every single day that are out of our control happening to us, right? Like coronavirus happened, a pandemic, like there's all of these things that we can, no matter what we do, we can't change the outcome of it. And so my takeaway was, why am I myself and my inner critic and who I am, why am I making anything harder by not believing in myself or by those like conversations that I have with that negative self-talk and that doubt? Like, why am I allowing that to win when there's already a whole entire world conspiring against us at any given moment to try to throw you off and throw you off where you want to be and who you want to become. And I made a commitment to myself. I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I am making a commitment that I'm not going to stand in my own way. Like if anything, I'm going to propel myself forward because I have to. And so after that weekend, I go meet with Dev and we're You know, I think we're going in for another like body appointment. And I was like really nervous because I hadn't really done any of my like homework as far as like my physical, um, like things that I was supposed to be doing. And she can tell, like, if you don't do it, she can tell. So I was kind of nervous because it had just been a crazy week. And so one of the things that is really, really important to me in my business and in coaching and honestly, in any relationship that I'm in is that. Um, I'm going to be really vulnerable with you guys, which is also something that I'm working on. Um, are we doing okay on time also?
1: We're doing wonderful okay. on time. We're um, at 40 minutes. Am I talking too much? Absolutely not. Ooh, okay, I'm okay, okay, on okay. the edge of my seat.
0: So, um, <clears throat> so I go into Dev and I'm thinking we're going to, she's going to like kind of lecture me about, um, what I haven't done physically, but. Oh, value. That's where I was at. I'm sorry. So value is really important for me and people getting you from me. And I, I said something along those lines to her and she asked me a question. She's like, this has come up every, the topic of people getting value from you has come up every single time that we have talked. And I want to know why. And I was like, what do you mean? Why? I was like, well, because like, I just always want to be giving something to other people. Like, I just want them to be better for whatever interaction that they've had with me. And I never, ever want somebody to feel like I've ripped them off or, or that what I have done or given to them isn't worth it. Like that would be heartbreaking for me on like a very, very deep level. Like I care so much about that. And she's like, Haley, why? She was like, what happens if you don't give that to people? And I was like, Dev, like, I honestly, I feel like I would be a fraud. And she was quiet for a second. And I didn't think anything of saying this. And she goes, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. And she's like, and I don't know where this is stemming from. And she's like, and you don't, she's like, if this makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to answer it. And she said, have you in any of your relationships over your lifetime, have you ever felt like the person that you were with was a fraud? And Hannah, Mm -hmm. when I tell you that, like, I'm pretty sure it looked like somebody sucker punched me. I was like speechless my jaw hung open and I looked
1: at her and I'm like, I'm, I'm like how did she speak to your enneagram your your everything I have like inside of you no idea and so when
0: I I looked at her and I was like dev I could look back at every serious relationship that I have had and I'm talking like romantic relationships and I said I could Obviously, look yeah. back on every single one and pinpoint a moment where I found out that that person was not who I thought they were. And I, I felt like they weren't who they presented themselves as. And she was silent for a second and I, I felt nauseous and she goes, how did that make you feel? And I was like, honestly, really, really stupid. In every moment, I felt really dumb. And she said, okay, so kind of diving deeper into that, she's like, you are terrified of people not getting value from you because you would feel like a fraud and you know what that feels like to be on the receiving end of that. And so that is one of like your core reasons for why you operate the way that you do, because you have felt like, like that's what has happened to you multiple times. And so then I'm talking to my business coach about it. I'm kind of telling him this discovery and he kind of digs in even deeper. And he's like, Haley, like, so then what does that mean? Like if people think that you're a fraud, um, what would that mean for you? I was like, well, nobody would want to be around me or they wouldn't want to love me. Or he's like, and what does that mean? And I was like, that I'd be alone. And he's like, that's to our core. Like that is one of the greatest fears of pretty much every person out there that nobody's going to love them and that they're going to basically die alone. And so it really put a lot of pieces together for me. And I do i think that i'm a fraud? no. but it's a it's a deep fear of mine. have i had moments where i've definitely been somebody that i i'm not 100%. we all have. but like it was so incredibly eye-opening to me and it it just made so many things click as far as like why i operate the way i do, why certain things matter to me that seem really stupid for <laughs> for them to matter. Um but they do because it's I'm mm-hmm. operating out of this like I don't ever ever want somebody to feel how i felt in those moments where I've learned something that kind of like rocked my world. You know what I mean?
1: Um yeah, I I, I it do. was just really mm.
0: really eye-opening. And um It's helped with some hard conversations that I've had to have. It's helped with so many things. And I feel this like weird sense of peace. Cause it's like, now that I know that that's a core fear of mine, like I, I don't want to live that out. Like, I don't think I'm a fraud. I think I have every person's best interest at heart to my core. And like, why have I let that be a thing for myself for so, so long? I don't know,
1: but I think that's so like, I mean, this is so relatable to like anyone that's listening. I hope so. Um, um Yeah, no, I, I certainly relate to it in that I think you and I are both yeah. truth seekers in different ways. And I think a a common fear of being kind of in charge of your own business and um, being able to make your own choices in a work environment, especially when you're making a big, huge pivot like you are, is that because we are kind of truth seekers, not justice seekers, but truth seekers, like we really, we want to share our truths. We expect other people to come about honestly and truthfully. I think, like, I related to you so much just then because I'm like, I have the same fear of other people exposing a truth about myself that I wasn't aware of before Mm. I could expose it. So, like, you probably feel at peace now because you have this, this vulnerable point about you that you've opened the box to, and you're like, oh, now that I can see this, like... You feel a little more in control or less vulnerable because you're like, yeah, I know this about myself, and like, I don't feel anymore. I'm not scared, of, so, I'm like, not scared okay. of something that I wasn't even aware yeah. that I was scared of. Yeah, and I. Exact, but it's like we are scared of other people seeing that in us before we yeah. see it, you know. And I think, I think that's something that would have never happened with you because the only time people really dig into that kind of stuff is when. You are being deceitful or lying, which you're terrified of. So it scared you. You know what I mean? It's like you were scared of someone unearthing this vulnerability inside of you before you were even aware of it. But like that would have never happened because you're not per- you're not you're not doing anything that anyone would be like, that seems yeah. weirder. I feel like Hilly's lying. You know what I mean? But it is so important, I think, for us to yeah. be self-aware. Of not only our strong points, but our growth points. I don't even like to say weak because it's like everybody's continuously growing. And then also, yeah, you just made so many. I was like literally (gasps) taking notes, Haley, while you were talking. No, I'm not kidding because it goes back to, I mean, these are very full circle like moments we both had Mm -hmm. where it goes back to thought work. Thought work is nothing more then being aware of the voices going on inside your head because the voice that's inside of your head all day long about everything you see, do taste, smell, whatever, that's not you. It's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's our instinctual like um, voice of safety that, you know what I mean? Like served us back in the day and yeah. would be like, Oh, that thing's dangerous or, you know, keep an eye out for this because that could threaten you in some way. But it's like, it's in us and it doesn't serve us a lot of the times now. And if we're not aware of what it's saying, it can be really detrimental in our lives. I agree.
0: It's, I don't know. It's been really, it's just felt freeing. And I, like I said, I've just, I've really tried to be intentional and it's I don't know. I just, I just, I feel different and I, I'm showing up differently. Um, so it's exciting and I don't know, but it's weird at the same time. Cause it's like, I, I still almost don't know what to do with it. Um, but it's like, I also don't want it to stop. So I feel like I'm almost craving moments for, things that are going to push me to grow um, and push me to continue these sort of breakthroughs. Because again, like I don't want to continue standing in my way. So now it's like, okay, when something uncomfortable is coming up for me, whether no matter what it is, like, why is that making me uncomfortable? And instead of running from it, I'm, I'm really trying to lean into it. Cause it's like, no, like I know that there's growth on the other side of this. And I, I need I need this to continue to get to that next version of myself that
1: I know is out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think we sometimes look at um, being uncomfortable or things that we perceive as pain. I totally think we look agree. at them in the wrong way. Cause it's like, Oh, well think about anything awesome that you've ever accomplished or done or um, gotten through or whatever it's like well it started out yeah really rocky you know um but like you moved through that and grew through that and like that's how it always happens so I'm at a point too and I love hearing you say this because it it does feel so encouraging and relatable to where you like almost start to be like you see an uncomfortable moment or like a like a deep breath. Okay. I got to go do this. But then you kind of yeah. like start walking towards it, like come yes. here and like open up your arm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it turns into this, like, it turns into this thing that you're like, you don't even know that I'm going to hug you but I'm going to hug you. And then it just changing your attitude and opening up your arms like that. It's like, That softens the blow Absolutely.
0: And what I've also found is that it's not really as scary as I've made it out to be in my head, right? And, like, that's another thing that we've really been talking about and focusing on. And it's, like, we all have these narratives and these stories that we've told ourselves for years and years about ourselves. And most of them aren't actually true we think they're true because some of them are tied into our identity but they're
1: not at all and and, and sometimes yes. it's just a habit to resist to resist you know it's like why 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 is that bad why is that scary and then it's like when you think about it you're like oh I don't even know wow. why that's bad Whatever. You know, it's like it's just our natural instinct sometimes as as humans to say, oh my god, no, 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 no. Like to stiffen up, to clench your jaw, to what you know, when you think you're bracing yourself for something that like
0: right.
1: it's well, not you know even true. Funny, so time. okay. I... Are we like adults now that we're having these breakthroughs? No, you're like, yes. you like, well, like, I'm really adult I'm not now.
0: kidding. Okay, I'm still not an adult <laughs> in like so many other ways, but like mentally I'm like, this is what like being a grown up, I think, is like doing figuring out all the hard shit that you like were drinking your way through your twenties to deal with through. You know? Um yeah. but just like
1: <laughs> gosh, that's the truest mm-hmm. No, it's Haley that's So true. Cause it's like, you realize you're like, that doesn't help Mm -hmm. because you're not doing anything. You're not changing anything. So you're like, okay, well now I got to face this. And then when you do start to face it, you're like, oh wow, Mm -hmm. this feels good. It's like when you first start working out and mental thought work is like that too. It's like, you don't see changes. You don't see progress. You still want to be the people around you with muscles and stamina and, you know, like but you're not that yeah. yet. But if you hang in there, if you keep yeah. showing up with that blind faith, if you keep talking to yourself nicely, if you keep saying, you know, yeah. like, I can do hard things physically yeah. or mentally, 100%. one day yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, so it's
0: back to kind of like dev. And one of the things that I started realizing after you know, I'm doing, I'm handling all these like stressful situations and I'm like coping with stress differently. So there's something when you carry stress in your jaw and you like start not carrying it that way, it's tied in with your ears somehow. And so like, I'm like massaging my jaw a lot, doing all this stuff. Well, I, Hannah, like had these two days of, I felt like I was drunk and It was so weird. It was different than vertigo. Vertigo? And so it was really weird. I remember one morning specifically, I woke up. And you know, like, after a night of drinking, when you're about to lay down, and you're like, oh, I'm getting the spins tonight. Yeah. So I'm taking Sissy out to go potty, and I'm walking down the stairs, and I'm holding myself up against the wall because I was like am I drunk like I I literally woke up thinking that and I was like no I haven't yeah I was like I haven't drank you're like did I get roofied a long time (laughs) like why do I feel this way and so the whole rest of the day I was just getting like super lightheaded and super dizzy and I just kept feeling this like drunk weird feeling off and on And so I happened to be seeing Dev a couple days later, and I was like, what is happening? And she's like, Haley, like, this is your body not knowing what to do with, like, the stress that you're releasing. And somehow it tied into my ears. And I don't know, it's just all how mentally and physically our bodies are so connected and are so, like, in tune with each other. And when you start figuring it out, you start noticing other stuff, there would have been a time where like, if that would have happened, I just would have been like, Oh, like, I just don't feel good today. Or like, a couple of days later, it was gone. Or I maybe would have gone to the doctors. So I'm like, this isn't normal. You know what I mean? So with
1: yeah. everything, but now that cool. you're more in tune with yourself, yeah. you're like, okay, that's really, that's really cool. I'm glad. Um, I'm honestly, we haven't talked Intimately, like and in a long form for a while, but I feel like I agree, we're not far off from each other's paths, like just in growth and um, transformation. So, I'm honestly excited to like start doing podcast stuff to- again and like just talking. I agree, me too. Life and work. This stuff was, I more. think, like
0: our catch up that we needed,
1: you guys. Like, normally, yeah.
0: So, if you guys have any, anything. Reach out, let us know. We'll be probably putting something up on Instagram, either on our personal pages or the Nice Hair Podcast page. Um, But if there's anything that we can help you with, please, please, please let us know. We always, again, we always...